Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. One of the nice stories in college football, and of course, there are many of them, and one of the games that closed out the season if we covered last year that has continued that spiral of Baylor football was getting thumped badly in the uh, bowl game up in Fort Worth by Air Force. The Cap- the Falcons and Jesse Kurtz, color analyst for uh, Air Force football and radio, joins us on 365 Sports. Could you see then, did you kind of know then, they looked good. And I know the weather was awful. Baylor, I don't know. Man, they were bad then too. But uh, could you see then the carryover, Jesse, of what we've seen so far this year uh, with uh, the in team? In some way, yeah, thanks for having me on, by the way. Yep. In some ways, yes, in some the end of the season, guys, I thought that this, from a starter standpoint, if you put the 22 starters and you put them up on a board and you said, okay, what sort of talent do we have here? I thought this was probably Troy Calhoun's most talented team. Now, the problem and the big question coming in was starter number one and two being of the importance one and two. The fullback, Brad Roberts, who you guys got a 50 dose of that. Uh, down in Fort Worth last year, he graduated. He's an all-timer at Air Force. If not for the COVID season, he would probably be Air Force's all-time leading rusher, which is really saying something. Um, he graduated. He's no longer at the academy. And then the quarterback. You lose a three-year starter uh, that was so incredibly good with his decision-making. He also gone. So you had two very big pieces of the puzzle that you had to replace. And the two that have filled those roles have been very, very good. So if you fill those roles at an above-average level, I thought this, this team had a chance to be very, very good with the experience they got last year culminating in the, the win over Baylor in the bowl game. So here we are sitting 6-0, and uh, ranked 22 in the country, and uh, still riding high and loving it. What has been their their key in these these close games, uh, or I mean, especially with Wyoming of late, to be able to um, just close it out like they are? Well, it, it starts with the defense, um, and let me say this. It's way to talk about the defense, but the offense. This defense over the last two years has been statistically one of the best in the country. Last year finished the season, went number one in total defense, and right now ranks number three in total defense here in, in uh, 2023. The big reason, in my opinion, the defense has been so good and locking teams down late is because they have fresh legs. 
if the offense doesn't control the ball the way that they have in the last couple of years, number one in time of possession and just grinding out 15, 16, 17, 18 play drives, um, the defense doesn't have fresh legs. They're not able to get the tweaks that they need from upstairs and then go out there and perform at a high level. When they're asked to play minimum level of snaps and you say, give me everything we got because I know you're not going to have to be out there for 10, 11 play drives. We'll try to make a three and out or, or six and out or whatever the case may be. That complimentary football and the fresh legs on the defense, um, especially late in games, uh, that's a big reason this team has, has been able to close out those games, has been able to hold off high-powered teams like a Baylor, has been able to rattle off six wins to, uh, to start this season. It's just it's this perfect mathematical equation for the Air Force Academy. Go out there on offense, grind them down, keep that defense on their heels, and let your defense rest and be fresh. Jesse, the Commanders and Chief Trophy is is one of the you know coolest things in, in this sport that we love called college football. Obviously, a, a big game this weekend that would be big no matter the circumstances. Can you kind of just describe Air Force, Navy in general, but also how much extra sizzle does it has because of what the Falcons have going on right now? Well, it's got a lot of sizzle um, with with where the Air Force Falcons are right now, and maybe it's been a tough place for Air Force to go and win. Um, there have been many times in the last decade where Air Force has had the better team go to Navy and then some silly, crazy things happen. I look at 2019, Malcolm Perry had this unbelievable run to, uh, to storm the mids back and beat Air Force. And Air Force went on to win 10 games that season, went on and, and beat Washington State in the, uh, in the Cheez-It Bowl. Uh, weird things happen in these games, and they are complete grind fest. And you know, it's the, the cliche. I, don't, I don't like cliches. Um, but the one cliche that really plays in this is throw the wet records out the window. And the reason is these two teams know each other inside and out. They run similar style offenses, obviously. They run sim- similar styles of defense. And the kids that are recruited to either academy were recruited by all the academies. They, they fit that high academic, maybe a little bit undersized, um, willing to do what they need to do to play at the Division One level because most of these kids weren't getting Baylor offers. They're getting Ivy League offers, FCS offers, so they know each other inside and out. And the opposing coaches know the players inside and out because they've seen them since high school. So there's no surprises in this game. And, and these games, for the most part, guys, um, are close because of that. 13-10 the last couple of years, even though Air Force has had a much better team Navy's been able to keep these games close. As far as the, the fanfare, the pageantry, um, you know, Washington Brass is there. Uh, we've had presidents there. Obviously, Secretary of the Air Force, Secretary of the Navy's are there. Admirals are there. I mean, it's, it is a, a showcase of America uh, at the academies when they play these games. And then you think about what this means later on in your career. As a football player, if you beat Baylor, that's a feather in the cap. But no one's going to ask you, did you beat Baylor when you played at the Air Force Academy. They ask you two questions. Did you beat Air Force and did you beat or did you beat Navy? Did you beat Army? Or if you're at the others, did you beat Air Force? Those sorts of things when you start serving with your brothers in arms long after your football career is over. That's what they want to know. So that's the type of pressure that these kids will be dealing with on Saturday. Well, taking the new clock rules into effect uh, as well, and not that that really affected these teams at all, um, when they changed those, is there a chance that you're done with your postgame show by one thirty? 
Boy, I would love it. I'd love to get home for dinner. My wife might not want me home for dinner. She doesn't have a life when I take these weekend trips. But, yeah, if this game goes three hours, something went wrong um, because our games typically get over the three-hour mark or maybe 255. There's a really good chance that this game is two hours and 45 minutes. And you know what? Good thing I don't get paid by the minute because uh, my game check doesn't doesn't change. But uh, it makes for a fun and exciting game. It's quick. It's fast-moving. Um, and, you know, the emotions are certainly going to ride high for, for three hours. Does it feel kind of like, you know, I don't know if you know, but like when you watch a playoff baseball game where every pitch counts, when you know that, the, especially in the fourth quarter, the play clock is, you know, going to get grounded dust those last couple minutes, is the tension just naturally there? Oh, 100%. And if these games are close, it is super, super intense. And I mentioned that 2019 game where Air Force lost in the last minute. Um, at Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium, I saw something that I'd never seen in any of these games. The the uh, the midshipmen, the uh, all the the midshipmen, the classmates that were in attendance in uniform, they spilled out onto the field. Normally, they wait in the stands, and the, the players go over and they stand in front of their classmates and they play the uh, the alma mater for both teams. They all spilled out onto the field because it was such high energy, such high stakes right at the end. The emotion just totally spilled over. So, absolutely, uh, when these games are tight because of what it means to those players and what it means to those who are currently serving, uh, you won't find a more intense atmosphere than a close fourth quarter service academy football game. So, my father retired Air Force, but he went to the academy at Annapolis, uh, the United States Naval Academy. If you look at those three campuses and how pristine they are, and, of course, Army, Navy, very close compared to where Colorado Springs is. But each of them, Jesse, am I right? They're all in their own way beautiful and yet unique. Oh, you know what? I couldn't have said it any more beautifully than you did right there. Because, yes, I've now been to each one of these, uh, you know, six times to Annapolis, six times to West Point, and then obviously I spend so much time at the Air Force Academy. Each one is very unique. West Point has that gritty, um, kind of gray feeling, old, um, you know, stone uh, buildings, and you just kind of get feeling that you're you're sent back in time, which is you know really really cool. You go to Navy; it's a little more cutting edge. It's sitting on the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you kind of feel it's kind of a a, uh, a yacht sort of um, community where there's some big houses with docks. You're like this is a really cool place. And then you come to the Air Force Academy, nestled right up against the Rampart Range and the Rocky Mountains, that sits at seventy you know, 7,000 feet, and the buildings are very cutting-edge, very modern, very sleek, um, and you have the, the Cadet Chapel that kind of is the, the pinpoint, the, the monument that everybody looks at that, that uh, the spires go high into the sky. Um, each one has a very, very cool setting. I could, I, I, which one is better because all three are equally uh, as, as beautiful and cool, but each one unique in their own right as you identified. Jesse, enjoy uh, the quarterback position. Is everything good there? Are they going to go with a backup this week? Is that is that something where he's okay? Yeah, it looks like going to go with the uh, the backup quarterback, which obviously puts a complete wrinkle into this, this system. Zach Larrier, who has been so good as a senior, um, filling in at the uh, the quarterback position for the Falcons, got uh, banged up last week in the win over Wyoming, uh, a knee injury. Coach Calhoun earlier in his press conference this week said they're going to be without him for a, for a little while. Not sure how 
serious it is. I do know it's got to be somewhat serious if a senior who's never played in a a service academy game has a chance to lead a victory and he can't go. Um, So hoping that Zach Larry will be back at the end of the season because he has been the team MVP without question in my mind. So hoping for the best, but it looks like it'll probably be Jensen Jones, um, the backup quarterback yet to uh, complete career, but he's a tough, physical runner kind of plays the quarterback position like a fullback so he has some things that Zach Lynn did not that will complement the offense but you can't substitute a guy that doesn't have any experience for a guy that did have experience and thinks that you're going to be in a better place at least initially but I think the guys have the utmost confidence in Jensen Jones that he will do everything in his power and will be successful to get the Falcons over the hump and get a win in Annapolis. Jesse, thank you. Enjoy Annapolis. Uh, obviously, just an incredible tradition. Army, Air Force, Navy, and the Commander's Trophy, as Craig brought up. And, uh, man, what a, a great start to the season for Air Force at 6-0, and ranked in the top 25. This has been a Rogue Media Network. Oh, shit.